This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably. Have you ever considered quitting comedy in your 30-year career? I, I want to hear something dark. Yeah. I'll tell you dark. I was going to insure the shit of myself and get myself to leave much money for my wife. Really? Yeah. Like recently? Probably within, probably before the pandemic. Cause I, I was just in a dark place. I was just in a dark place and I was just like, I was about, I'm 52 now, so I was about to turn 50 or something like that. I was like, I was stuck at this medium to mediocre. I was, I was struggling to get work. I was struggling. Hot breath. Welcome back, Hot breath averse This is the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I'm your host, comedian Joel Byers. And our guest today is coming back for a second round. His first time we had him on back in 2019. We talked about his whole journey from starting comedy back in 1994, all the sacrifices that got him to where he was at that point. After Hot Breath, he blows up on social media. It's coincidence? Maybe he got the Hot Breath bump here. But all that being said, he actually blew up on social media doing what he used to get fired at shows for doing, which is crowd work and we're going to learn all about it at 1 a.m here in atlanta georgia ian bag welcome back to the hot breath joel good to see you my friend <laughs> you, you just turned it on right there i appreciate that sorry i didn't mean to no you're you're good we're, you don't have to do crowd work i was i was very quiet for a while and you're like oh god he's gonna be horrible and then i said okay let's do this Come on, Joel, let's do this. Let's make the, let's give the people what they want. I, I, I'm so grateful you did this, honestly. It's it's 1 a.m. and you got into town today and you just did two shows. So thank you. We are just talking, I was just talking to a couple of the waiters that do stand-up at the club about that. And I said, yeah, my brain is a little bit dead after a travel day and two shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, I said, I'll go see Joel to do a little bit of talking. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. It's worth it. Yeah, well, I appreciate you giving back to you know us up and coming comics. Whatever you bunch of douches. <laughs> but congratulations, dude! Like, it, I don't, I don't know when the moment happened when you popped, but like on your YouTube, it was about three months ago when like videos started to take off. What, what is, what's happened here, Ian? What, ha- what happened to you? Well, um, I'm fantastic. No, um, well, no, no, that's no, what I'm. This it's, is it's thirty not, years in the making. Yeah, is what right. I'm saying. Yeah, it, it, you know, people don't need to understand that part as well. Well, the social media thing is just is just. Uh, in October, September, October last year, I fired everybody I worked with except for my booking agent. Huh. And I just kind of floundered for a bit, and but I knew that what I could do, I didn't need to be paying anybody else to do right. So. Uh, and I just kind of started looking around and I had a couple friends say, you need to meet this person. So it was a kid that cut clips, that loves stand-up, that worked in a social media house. So I was like, all right. So I met him. We met him tw- I met him twice and we ended up working together on January 1st is when we started doing work, when we first started posting things. Of this year? Of this year. Okay. So on January 1st, I had 20,000 followers on Instagram, 5,000 followers on YouTube, um, 20,000 followers on Facebook, and probably 2,000 followers on, on, uh, on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So, and now we're up to about 380,000 on Facebook, uh, about 195,000 on, on uh, Instagram, and 220,000 on YouTube. It's kind of crazy. 
how, how does it feel after all the work you've put into this? Feels a little surreal. Yeah, it feels really good. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little disappointed in the numbers this week. Uh, the numbers, uh, the people that's been showing up at shows have been packed, selling out everywhere, and it's just been, it's been insane. So it's been, it's been really nice. It's just, it's just, just fun. It's just, yeah, fun having these people show up to do it out, see what I do. So yeah, yeah. Well, the first show was sold out. It seemed close, close. But I want both. Oh, you're, you're. I want both. I want <laughs> I want all four sold out. But that, that is that's the interesting interesting thing about comedy, and that's why I wanted to come and watch both shows before we did this. One, just to see the shows and compare the two, and how different they are. But then also of like, okay, what does a comedian have to do? Like, you're blowing up, like you said, you're selling out. But then what is where is the gap that the 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 late show? You're still like, ah. This is a late show. It's it's the markets. It's it's uh, me, me now having to learn how to sell what I've sold online, turn that into ticket sales. Like uh-huh. I, right now, I'm not putting that much into marketing my shows, right? So now I my next step is marketing my shows. So the people that follow me, and that see me are buying tickets to see shows. So that's the next step. And people are people are flying in to see you. Yeah, it was so, that was crazy. Like. <laughs> both shows both shows people flew in to see dude. yeah st louis two p uh, coke uh florida Cocoa beach florida florida and then chicago was that was that what st louis st louis or you yeah. said st louis st louis some uh, someplace else i can't remember but i was just like huh huh okay so what when did you fire everyone i'm sorry what year when did you say it was september october of last year so 2022 Oh my, what, what made you fire everyone? After the pandemic, I realized only you can create your own destiny. Mm-hmm. And you only you can um, create the heat. And my, uh, what I've learned in the last year is social media has given me the the ability to take my product to the people without the gatekeepers being involved. So in a weird way, where I'm, my me and my people have found me outlying. So I'm an outlier, whatever they call it, right? Mm. I'm not doing it the normal way, but I am because I'm using social media and social media is helping me. But those people that you hire for managers and and agents have to have something that they can service. I didn't have anything for them to service. So I was paying them something that wasn't helping my product build. I took that money that, it was, that I, was, I was using on them and put it into this kid cutting clips and, and helping me put stuff out. And that's what changed everything. It's just, you literally just like, oh, I just replaced the old Basically, like industry formula with a kid who can edit. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five-year-old kid that can edit and knows when to tell me to put things up and knows the social media. Like we're going through it, something right now. I'm shadow banned on on Instagram. What happened? Um, I think I got into it with a couple different people that were sending hate, and then they complained. Oh. Like they instead of me, just what you should do. And this is for everybody. When somebody sends you hate on social media, instead of going, this guy's a douche and I know they're a douche and I'm going to call him a douche or a baked potato or a useless potato, <laughs> um, just block them. 
Don't let them see your content and move on. Just uh, mute them, whatever you have to do. Just move on. You, you don't win. And if you respond to them, they have, they, it's now you're considered the bully. Even though somebody's, even though somebody's come onto your, onto your page and told you, you know, that they're going to kill you, they're going to kill your family, they stuff like that. that. Oh, yeah, I've had stuff like that being said because they didn't agree with jokes and, 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 you know, and, I'm, and I was just like, step up, buddy, you know, kind of thing. So, but you can't, you can't play that game. It's a game that you can't play. And as a comedian, as a, a kid that played team sports, I'm really good at retaliating and retaliating gets you in trouble. Mm. So you have to do, you just have to do, you have to deal with it and you just have to get them out of your life by saying, my stuff is for the people that enjoy it, not for the people that want to complain or hate it or whatever. It's not for, it's not for them. And there's so many more people that like you than hate you. So I've done this learning for you. Mm -hmm. So please take it and enjoy it. Just, just, just delete, delete and destroy without touching them. So these people would say, I want to kill you. And you were like, bring it on. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> and then they say something and then I just turn it around on them and was like, and I would use certain words that would upset them. And I just like, no, you gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know anybody. I, as I, as I've learned over the last six months, I mean, there's, you're going to get those people. Everybody gets those people. It's mm -hmm. not just you. And it's a weird thing. Because you're used as a comedian, you're used to being able to disarm and destroy or, or get somebody to that isn't enjoying themselves to move on. And with social media, it's tough. You have to really, you have to, you have to block them. You have to mute them. You have to get rid of them. And it's a weird, it, 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 you know. It's, it's I'm gonna sneeze in a second, but yeah, uh, yeah. I want to sneeze. But um, go for it. Okay, hold well, uh, uh, maybe in a bit. Maybe look into the light. Maybe that'll help uh, trigger. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so. So, um, you just, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, because you're, you're panicked, right? Sorry, I lost my mind track there. Two shows, had to sneeze, got lost where I was. One thirty in the morning. You have to, you have to, you have to not take the high road, but you just can't, it can't be part of it. Mm -hmm. You have to just make it disappear. And that's the only way. And oh, I know what I was going to say, um, Instagram uh facebook and i think even youtube oh youtube's even weirder youtube you can't block people did you know that uh-uh you can't block people they've taken away the the ability to block people oh, interesting you can let them not be able to con comment but you can't block them it's bizarre i'm just like well thanks for sticking up for the person <laughs> that's making the, making the content but um they ask you on facebook and instagram if this person creates another account would you like to block that account too i'm like well yeah yeah i don't want to deal with the same thing but with a different name this is stupid i'm like oh yeah the kids that, that run social media uh, the big companies are really useless potatoes <laughs> like <laughs> oh that's why they shadow ban you you're yeah, like well, yeah. the people that made this free platform that's helped me to sell tickets. oh trust me it is ass gas or grass nobody rides for free but <laughs> oh yeah yeah making money give it giving people free content is a you're not giving them free content because they're going to give their their email and they're going to have information and they're going to be followed right they're mm -hmm. so they're not doing it for free mm -hmm. second of all um they're using you they're paying pennies on the dollars for your for your uh content 
So you, you think, well, they're giving you, no, not really, not really. Yeah. So it's, it's give and take and you have to follow their rules, which sucks, but you have to follow their rules about what you're putting on there. So I've actually started a Patreon where people can come and see unedited stuff. So, because there's certain words, like we've said, un- you have to use unalive instead of certain things. And, I, and I'm just like, yeah, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just ridiculous. Come on. Come, we, can, we can deal with it. We can all get it done, people. <laughs> but as, as a comedian, like, I mean, I've literally like, I've literally been looking at my photo album just like, all right, well, I've got to post something. And I'm just like scrolling my photo. I'm like, well, I got to post a video. I've edited stuff. And then never put it out as well. Like, I, I haven't overcome that barrier of just, like, you just got to throw it out there and just see what sticks. I was I was uh, very uncomfortable at the beginning of just him sending me stuff and saying, him saying, put this out. And I'm like, well, that's not even the funny part of the joke, right? And he's, let's just do it. And I'm like, okay. And I had to follow my advice. And that is most, most, res- most resistant to change are the first to be left behind. Mm. So I had to follow myself to not resist. Now I'm resisting a little bit more because I know a little bit more, you know, because as you grow, you always learn a little bit more. So now you're like, okay, this is where the funny should go. There's the funnies right here. And then I teach him a little bit too. Right. So. Yeah. What are, what are you learning about social media? Cause I mean, it's, if you look at your YouTube, like you have great titles and thumbnails and like the, are there certain clips that are or styles like what, what are you learning here i'm learning that thumbnails are like a movie poster mm-hmm. and that you have to spend money on that movie poster um and that's on youtube i'm learning learning shorts are very important and for and, and get you the people to watch the long form videos i'm learning that uh the tags i haven't learned anything about the tags i'm still confused by the tags I'm learning that titles have to catch them and give a little bit of information of what's going on in the thing, but it has to be misleading as well. Mm. And I hate it. I, I, I that, that, like the titling part. I hate because I'm like, well, that's not what happened. And they're like, just do you talk about this a little bit? We have to use that. And I'm like, mm. okay. So yeah, yeah. And the yeah, like on your most popular videos are like one of them is like wrecked the front row or something like there's like these action words yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like got a girl in it. Right. And then mm-hmm. me with a shock face or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It just kind of, but who, who hasn't, who hasn't been to a movie where they thought by the poster it was going to be about something else. Right? right. Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I would be more, I, I remember being a kid and going to movies and going, oh, the only funny part was in the trailer. <laughs> right? Right. So, I don't know. But it's fun. Making the content, like we're making our travel vlogs, we're making a little bit talking about uh, behind the scenes and stuff, and we're just doing a couple videos with me and my friends, and just, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying making the content and building it. So... That started in I think July or something. So we're slowly building this whole, this whole kind of channel. Yeah, that's what I've that's what I've noticed is it's gone from just stand up clips to like there are like you reacting to certain things or yeah, and you brought your friend on for the most recent one, mm-hmm. um, like reacting to negative comments about you and things. So yeah, you're are you guys doing like 
almost like um, like a production team. Do you have like production meetings and you're brainstorming ideas and different we do variables we on shows? We do, we do. So we film once every two months. And oh wow! Yeah, and, oh. and we film for a day, and we get out about probably four or five videos, and then we um, we use the stand up for some long stuff. So we're pro we're probably putting out one long video a week, and three shorts a week. So the mm. shorts are always stand up, um, and then the the longs some sort of. I, I, I want to be able to. I would like to be able to put just take an hour show and put it out every month. So right now it's gonna be, looks like I'll probably put out one every two months, an hour every two months. And and then also shorter, like 15 minute sections. Like today we put out, I think a 15 minute clip, so. Yeah, well, I mean, every I watched both your shows tonight and like each one you. could have been, it's. <laughs> Bless you. Were you not happy with them? No, I, I, I was. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. First show was kind of annoying. I thought they were a dumb crowd. Mm, they, I was listening to them laugh before I went on stage. I'm like, mm, <laughs> but you, you wouldn't know that by watching you. It like, it seemed like that little hot breath water for you there, buddy. Did you guys make your own? This is uh this is Georgia mountain spring water. Fontis is the company and they do like labels. That's cool. So yeah, this is in lieu of sponsorship right now. See, that's what I'm excited about is this show. I've been doing it for seven years. I've had over 400 interviews with comedians. It's like, oh, money would be cool at some money point. Money would be great. Wouldn't money be nice? Money is but great. But then you, you know, you're doing comedy almost 30 years and you're like, oh, I pop on social media after I fire everyone that I thought could help me. I had to do it myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm asking you, what should I do with this show? I think you should find a young guy that helps you cut and knows social media. Mm -hmm. I think you should do that. I think you should, I think you should um, have these conversations in different places. Like pick a, hey, can I take you for lunch? Hey, can I take you? Well, how about take them to great spots in Atlanta? Okay. So have, have a restaurant sponsor you where you, you talk about the, you do something before the, sh the, sh the before the interview, you show off this, you show off, this. they have this, they have that, and you can show it to the comedian, right? Uh -huh. So, and now you t take those and you turn them into clips, right? So you put out clips and then you put out the full. So, so it could almost, even if there's like a cool, like hip putt-putt place or yeah. hip bowling, like something kind of like a Hot Ones where you're doing two things at once maybe, but it's, Showcasing this, Atlanta. But okay, yeah, multitasking beyond because I've just been sitting down with comedians talking about comedy for seven years, and I was like, "Well, it'll go eventually." I said, "Well, it will." But what what separates? And we talked about earlier. You want to you want to make this a show more than a podcast, right? Right. So your show will be the clips. It can still be a podcast. Take that and do it. And then, and then it's, you got a couple like, hey, I need an hour out of your day, half an hour for the interview, half an hour for you to do a couple of things with me. Film that, do it, see it. It's gonna take, I would use some locals for the first one. Gotcha. So you can figure out the timing of it. I'd figure out, I would keep figure out the best things for the best comics, like something that'll, that'll hey, you wanna do this? I, and I'm trying to think about something that you, you, maybe you know somebody that's with the Atlanta Braves and it's, it's 
it's knocking balls, you know, hitting balls at the baseball park or something oh, like that. Okay. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe it's that's what it is. You get involved with the Atlanta Braves and comedy or something like, and that's, you know, that's that's what you do. But it, um, there are a lot of shows where it's just two guys talking. So how do you how do you separate yourself from them? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of this works. I don't know. I don't know. Like this might be the way. This it might be. This might be the way. And it just all of a sudden clicks, right? Um, but you have to you have to put out the shorts to get people to go to the longs. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to figure out with more consistency with yeah the short form stuff. I'll put out the long form podcast in the video, but the the short form, the editing and sitting down and actually doing that is. Um, Cause I think I've, I've, I think I've come to grips with like, I'm cool with this show being the vehicle where I find momentum and stand up is something I just continue to do and continue to get better at and develop at. Mm-hmm. I, I think for a while I had an ego of like, but I'm a stand up and I need to make sure that stand up, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, if this show is what takes me to yeah. where I'm trying to go, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, why, why, yeah, if it helps you do something else, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be, uh, don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't, don't just think, okay, this is it. But let you, you have the ability to, to um, do whatever you want. So maybe it's you starting a Patreon channel and you get 150 to 100 followers. And the, your friend, these people that, are, that love watching this, that learn watching this, pay five to $10 a month to watch this, which is a coffee or two, but it, it gives you money to make the content. Mm-hmm. So therefore the content gets better. Right. So I, I pre- yeah, I appreciate you sharing those ideas because it is interesting to see just the diversification of your content has been really cool to see in the evolution of it so it's thinking of all right well there's one format you can start to mix it in like you said like an actual channel yeah which is interesting yeah you just yeah it's, it's got time to watch i want to watch his travel vlog i want to watch him the stand-up i want to watch what how he ended up here i want to yeah so have you ever considered quitting comedy in your 30-year career i'm sure but you never took it actually seriously, I guess. Of like, I'm actually done. I, I want to hear something dark. Yeah. I'll tell you dark. I was going to insure the shit of myself and kill myself to leave much money for my wife. Really? Yeah. Like recently? Probably within, probably before the pandemic. Cause? Cause I was turning, I was about, I'm 52 now. So I was about to turn 50 or something like that. I'm just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be concerned about somebody else's. So, so I was just like, I was trying to figure out how to, how to like do it so she would get a bunch of money. How, how, were you Googling it? How serious did this? I I was just in a dark place. Mm -hmm. I was just in a dark place and I was just like, I was frustrated and, and, um, yeah. And it wasn't just about me, but it was about me. It was just like, what can I do to make sure people I love are taken care of? because I was stuck at this medium to mediocre. I was, I was struggling to get work. I was struggling. So like, what do I, you know? And I knew nothing else. So, I, and that's, what's funny is the pandemic 
was probably the best thing for me. It let me sit back and reevaluate and take time off the road and figure out, see different things and not be worried about, you know, just kind of getting back to that when, when you're 20 and failure's not an option, but it, it's, it's not an option, but it's the only option. You have to fail. Like, you have to fail. Somebody asked me tonight, how do you know what's too far? And I'm like, you, you don't until you fall off the edge. You don't know where the edge is until you fall off. And stand up, I think the people that are the funniest get into trouble, get, find out, like we've all gone way too far, but before, before people were taping, nobody knew about it, right? So now you can get into trouble. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know anybody that does comedy with hate in their heart. So I hate when they come after, I hate. No hate in the heart, and I. Yeah. <laughs> but it disappoints me when they come after comedians. Like, we're supposed to make you laugh at something you never thought you would laugh at. Well, how do you get there? Where it's too, too, too far, too, too, you know? Man, it's it's crazy. It's a, yeah, but but I was able to, I was able, during the pandemic, I was able to just shut down and and refocus, and then you know, come out of basically the pandemic. Yeah, what got you on the other side of this dark thought? Or why do you just go through, you go through depression can clear up. Like I just, I just, it was depression, but it was, things were getting better. And I could see, I could see that I could control. Like I just did some things during the pandemic. And I was like, okay, I can see, I can see that there's an, their way for me. So, and then it took me to last, well, I guess that's about a year after the pandemic, right? So to figure it out that I didn't need anybody and, you know, that took me the first three months. And then I remember I put out a, uh, and I, I was laughing at this because I was looking at, I just, I put out with a company called, I put out a CD or something. I, I, they just, and I just gave them a tape of a show and they destroyed it. They just, there's, it's never made any money. They're just a, they're just garbage. Like they're garbage or a garbage organization. Really? Because yeah. they're producing a lot of stuff. Dude. What's the point? You can do it yourself. Oh, um, and then they're just going to take your money for you. I know that I've never made a penny off them. If they're, if they're, if they're, if I've never made a penny off them, there's guys that are way below me that are probably owing them money still. Oh, oh, so you paid them to release it on there? You, so you don't, you know, so we want to do this with you, but here's the costs. Oh. They just front the costs. That's all they do. Okay. They don't, they don't pay for it and then you start making money. They just front the costs and then you have to pay all the costs back. Well, my, I gave them a show and there was still costs. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you didn't film anything. You didn't record anything. You just cut it up into a CD and there's costs. Don't give it. And the artwork is just garbage. Like they're just, a, it's just garbage. And come after me. I don't care. You're garbage. I mean, they're doing a lot. Like every time I open social media, they're producing. And they producing. Yeah. But you have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and you have to put out, you have to, if somebody's offering to do something for you, what's their gain? Mm. So if their gain is putting it into their catalog to say, we've got all these people, but did those people make money? Like, did they make money? Like, 
we, here's, I'm, I'm not going to mention the company because I don't want to mention. I did a special and it ended up on Amazon Prime. And now another company owns it and Amazon Prime still owns it. I could not put those clips out without them being flagged. Hmm. Because they owned it. Even though they just bought it off another company that I never, I never, I, I received a thousand dollars for my fucking Amazon Prime. Like this is the kind of stuff. Wow. This is why you get depressed because I don't, I don't come from money. I don't come from a showbiz family. I don't come from America. I have to figure all these things out on my own. And sometimes you're stuck. You're just stuck spinning. And you, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta figure out a way to put your, your own stuff out. Well, the way you put your own stuff out is you, you tape it, you tape these shows and you don't do crowd work. You do you and you find one minute pieces under a minute pieces and you put them out, right? Don't save anything. Nobody saves anything for a late night talk show anymore. Nobody saves anything for a special. You put it out and then you just keep on writing. You keep putting it out. And now you've, you've maybe earned some money off of, off of that stuff you put out because shorts does pay if you have, you know, you got to get to a certain amount of followers, but they pay. Um, and, and you can put that money into doing your, and then the word special is just overused like a maniac, <laughs> right? So you put out your hour, yeah. you put out your half an hour, you put out your 15 minutes, mm -hmm. but if you can get, if you can get 200,000 views on, on, on YouTube, you know, that's 200,000 people. That's 200, you know, it's, it, 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 you don't need, you don't need to give everything up. Because you're not giving any of those. There's, you're not giving a company such as bleep bleep. We'll just put, we'll just put bleeps in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't. You're not giving. They're not. You're giving them everything. You're giving them ownership of you. Mm. you and the, the the new world is you own everything. The new world is you figure out how to get the money to to be the owner and how to to build it. It's and there's there's guys out there that that'll record you for two hundred dollars that have great sound, great lights, great cameras. It's it's it, there there there's no excuse. You have to do it, but you also have to find a partner that um, that can help you, and that might cost that might cost you some money. Um, I I went into um, business with this people and I formed this production company and I paid a little higher percentage than what people would be surprised at and my friend said well you can say no and make zero percent of a hundred percent of zero mm -hmm. or you can make sixty percent of a lot which do you want and trust me you don't need full ownership you need ownership and you need to figure out how to do uh you, you need to be able to do it you need to be able to put it out and that money's got to be coming back into your pocket and it's got to be putting money in your pocket touring it's got to be putting money in your pocket by by being seen on the internet and uh, and weirdly enough the internet is now apps right it's now going to roku and watching it on different apps right mm -hmm. so there's many different places to sell it that, that don't don't be tricked by the gatekeeper. What, what are the guys? I'm not trying to be depressing. I'm just trying to, I'm just, I just, I, I want you to do you. Mm -hmm. The world will keep, the world will keep 
moving, right? The world is, uh, is kind of overwhelmed with content. It's like saturated, but the cream will rise to the top and, and people will, will uh, figure it out. That's why I can't even imagine like starting comedy now where these, these like young comics are like open mics trying to get a crowd work clip, but also figure out how to do a misdirect. Like they're trying to figure out even how to like move the mic stand, but also, oh, I got to film this to go viral. Well, that's, there's the problem. You don't when you first start out. Mm-hmm. You don't, sorry. <laughs> sorry, and nobody, no, there is no such thing as an overnight sensation in comedy. Yeah, I, I love when they say Matt Rife's an o- overnight sensation. And Matt Rife has been working his balls off since he was 16 years old. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, no, no. Everybody, everybody puts in their time. So, so you think the young comics should just focus on getting good and having yeah. something worth sharing, yeah. not trying to share whatever? Yeah, because, hey, hey, what do you know to write a joke and then come back to it in four months? Is it the same? Definitely not. The first time you did it, you're just like, oh, that was shit. Right. And you thought it was brilliant when you did it. And then you're like, oh, then you just reform it and reform it. And it's, it's, it's art. Art takes time. Yeah. But you would, when you were featuring, you would do crowd work and you actually, you'd gotten fired from yeah. gigs for doing crowd work. The yeah. thing that you're now yeah. <laughs> I know. going viral for. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You gotta, yeah. Yeah, it was different though. It was different and so different. It was just, it was different. It was so, I had, it's, it's, and it's, the other thing is clubs are different now. Clubs used to be, partners with the comedians, they built you to a certain point, right? They, they were, the clubs were so strong with the talent that people showed up. If they showed at a comedy club, they were gonna get a good show. It might not be for them, but they knew they were getting a good show because the way it was curated was it was talent. Now it's what can put butts in the seats. Mm. And I hate to say it, but some, some TikTok kid sells half the seats and then half the seats go to people that want to see comedy you're now you're going to have you're going to have half the crowd that say i never want to go back to that place again that was the worst they don't know who the, the TikTok kid is right so they're four walls they're basically four walls and and we're now taking all the responsibility on ourselves to make sure that the seats are all sold whereas before they had a marketing team they worked with you to make sure that you got press. They may have worked with you to make sure people knew you were coming. You know, you have to do that all yourself now. Mm. You have to be the business. So it's just, it's tough. Excuse my language. <laughs> At this point, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, but it's, yeah. There's nothing like it. Stand up. That's why you'll never stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. You might, right. You might rework the fucking script. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. And and there's no more powerful word than no in, in show business. Hey, do you want to come do the show for 200 bucks? No. Suddenly it's 500 and gas being paid. So amen to that. Yeah. Well, Ian Bag, where can people uh, follow you? Where where would you like them after this? Or do you have any closing? 312. <laughs> follow me on ways. Uh <laughs> Uh, just get it's ianbag.com. Follow me on Ian Bag at uh, on YouTube, Ian Bag at Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's Ian Bag all over the place. So uh, I like Inst- even though I'm, I'm in a fight with Instagram right now, I like it. I like it the best. YouTube's fantastic. 
you're basically building a television network. You're there of your own. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, they're all great. They all have good things. They all have bad things. Like I love watching TikTok. I hate posting there, but I love watching TikTok. I haven't gotten into it. I have an account, but I don't, I don't get on there at all. Like a bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah, they spend a lot of money to make sure that the algorithm is. Yeah. Da -da -da -da. Yeah. Don't be tricked by the algorithm. <laughs> so, but follow Ian. Yeah. And follow us too. Subscribe to our YouTube channel too. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe, like, and share. Ian back. Thanks for being on Opera. Thank you, buddy. Awesome. Two white guys, high five. Yeah. <laughs> Hot breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.